Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. It is a big day. And it's not just a big day because Odyssey is having their town hall meeting, and that's all fine and well, but... I want to go ahead and fire off. My wife got me socks a year ago that says this meeting is BS, except it spells out the whole word. Okay. It sounds like she knows you for sure. It is Valentine's Day. We will get to that, but it's perhaps an even more important day. Let's go to cut number six if we can, because today is when pitchers and catchers report for your world champion Texas Rangers. Seawald in his fifth big league season now faces Seager. And the pitch to Corey. Swung on and a high drive. Deep right field. This one is way back. This one is history. The game is tied 5-5. The new game that I believe will go down into the greatest game in Rangers history, game one of the World Series. They would go on to win said World Series in five games. So a couple of multifaceted questions here as we kick this off because I am pumped but i don't know where everybody else is what's your excitement level and have you ever been to spring training because i have well yes you definitely have as a fan mike have you ever been as a fan i've never been as a fan okay how many spring training total do you think you've been to like 20 um 12 as a player oh so maybe more and then I'm guessing from about 2012 or 2013 to present day. Okay. Did we always go? I know we went the COVID year because then COVID started the week after. Yeah, we left. G-Bag had to leave early. And then did we go the next year? I don't think we went the next year, right? 2021, we didn't go. And then we went back in 22. Yep. And then we went last year. So I guess I'm going to guess 22 times wow. is my guess. That's that, awesome. I never went, like, as a kid, I, I never went. I mean, I guess I was 19, so I guess I was a kid then. But I was a player then, so in your face. And so, my okay, fair enough. Is one of the things Winter I'm really, Haven, Florida. I've always been fascinated by is spring training seems like the perfect place to go. In Arizona. In Arizona. Florida's and, the worst. Okay, that's a good point. Because if you go out to Surprise, there are... I kid you not, five ballparks within like a 40-minute kind of radius. And 40, I, and 40 minutes is long. Yes. That's the longest yes. trip now. And I don't know, there's probably 14 teams out there. There's a good six to eight teams that are a 15- to 20-minute drive away. And the thing about what you're saying is most of those stadiums have two teams, host two teams. Yes. So, like, that, like that you have access to both of those for sure. And you, so you can see a plethora of games. I, I've always thought that that's the most fun thing to do is go out to spring training. So, what I want to know, 
Crackrack.com text line 877-881-1053. We are the home of your world champion Texas Rangers. How excited are you right now? Pitchers and catchers report today. And have you ever been to spring training? I know you guys have, but yeah. I'm saying for the rest of our audience. Uh, a couple couple things on that. One, Kevin, have you seen the new signage that they have up at, uh, Hell at spring yeah. training? Mike, world champion Texas Just behind Rangers. the fence where uh, we get to walk where the grass is when we go into the clubhouse. It says world champion Texas In your face, Rangers. Royals, you don't have one. I'm surprised Mike oh. isn't wearing his Rangers hat today like, since they're world oh. champions and they're reporting. This is a weird approach, uh, but I guess this is a week of Chiefs hat. Is that what it is? You wear yeah. it for Super Bowl week? Uh, yeah. I actually away. wore my Rangers hat at Super Bowl week. Because I didn't want to to walk the streets of Vegas, and everybody's like, "Yeah, go Chiefs!" And I'm like, "I'm really a big Patrick Mahomes fan," <laughs> and I, you know, the uh, but yeah, I've I've gone only as this, and I've told everybody that's that's asked me so far because we've had a couple of different Tolos message me and be like, "Hey, you know, is is this a good trip? Is it that?" And I'm like, "Yes." And this year, I, I'm a little concerned about like telling people go. Because every year in the past, when the Rangers aren't that good, the access back there, nice group of people, right? Yeah. You probably got 35, 45 people kind of hanging around all day in the backfields, and that's free. You can get back there. Mike was just kind of explaining that, and some players will stop by and autograph things with you. You know, it's kind of up to them and everything, but this guy was like, I have a World Series bet. I'd like to get it autographed. I was like, dude, the access is unbelievable. You're going to get one at least. They're going to literally walk by you. But this year. Yes. Like the Cowboys can't walk by you. There are fences. Yeah. Now, they, they are walking by you, but there's literally there's a, a fence. Yeah, there's a rope on at Rangers. No, no, not when they're leaving the dugout on the back fields and they walk on the concrete okay. to walk to the, like, they're literally walking by you. Yeah, okay. But then, there there is some there is some yellow ropes. Like, you can't just stand behind Nate Avaldi on the mound <laughs> while he's throwing his bullpen. Yeah. Buddy, maybe so change cool, up though. right here. Yeah. I also kind of feel like I do wonder because again, I think it's going to be kind of a bit of a circus because the Rangers just won. Like that's it's going to be a little more intense than I think. The stadium's going to be more full than it usually is. at surprise. Everything's going to be a little more interesting because people are like, "Hey, you know what? They won. I want to go celebrate this a little bit more." But I am interested in like I think there are a lot of people that are still kind of sitting there going, "Well, they didn't." They didn't sign Jordan Montgomery. They haven't done these other things. I'm not yes. as excited right now, but I my excitement level still insane because this is a really good team that's going to compete again. To your point, I did get to go uh, after the World Series years. It is a lot different. Like recently, let's be honest, recently, I don't even know if it's half full for yeah. the Ranger uh, spring training games. When they had Adrian Beltre, when they were going to the World Series a couple years, it was more like three-fourths full on weekday games and close to completely full on your Friday, Saturday spring training games. So it's going to be really fun. And just to give you an idea, I have the map pulled up. Peoria is a 15-minute drive, maybe 20 at most. That's San Diego and Seattle. Glendale is the Dodgers and the White Sox. That's a 10 to 15 minute drive. And then Goodyear is Cleveland uh, and Cincinnati. And that's about a 15 to 20 minute drive. So those six teams are within 10 to 20 minutes of a drive to watch them play. And it's really interesting seeing a lot of this feedback. Somebody referenced 
the sign that you were talking about. I saw Evan Grant's tweet of the world championship sign. I got hyped from the 817. Yes. Went to spring training in 2012. Got a high five from you, Darvish. It was one of the coolest moments ever. It's awesome. Now, one of my favorite spring training moments also involves you, Darvish. <laughs> However, it was a different. Uh, it was different. He was coming back from injury, uh-huh. and he was pitching on the backfields, and media was around, but some media started filming, and we could say John they were Blake, instructed right? not. To. Yeah, you were. They were told not to film, and John Blake was like, "Were you filming that?" And he goes, I'm going to need to see you delete that right now. And it was awesome he, because he, he ripped the, the the film out of the camera and then exposed how, it to the sunlight do they right do, in front of him and then threw it on the like ground and anymore? stepped on it and then picked it up and took a bat and just yacked it right over the left field fence. I was like, John Blake's a, my hero. Do That's they cool. still do film like that? It's from the 972 heading to spring training, but my son goes on spring break in the fourth and we're driving there. I can't wait went by myself in 2011 it was amazing and then you see multiple people who are saying it's on my bucket list like i have not been i have not been but it's on my puck it's on my bucket list from the 972 from the 214 from the 254 i've never been but i get excited when y'all head out there for the best coverage in dfw i appreciate that very very much and also the thing is... That will is, be the continued approach every yes, year yes we still get excited because there is something it's really weird even if you're at, if you're in Arizona, you're by the complex. When you walk by that Ranger sign, it does kind of feel like the switch flips a little. Yeah, bit. you get you walk it through the parking lot, and you get to that one that says, uh, you know, surprise this way and everything that way. That's always yes. a fun one, Kevin. I think you take a traditional yearly picture of that. I do uh, for I just everybody. Think it's neat. Tells you how many miles away everything is. No, man, it's it's it is my best friend is uh, every year is like, hey. Like I, I want to go out there, and I'm like, dude, I got a, I got a bed, I got a floor, I got a pillow for you. If you want to come stay in my room, that's perfectly fine. Just so you can experience that. And I think every, if you have a chance to take your kid uh, to to it, and they like baseball, experience that with them. It's an awesome getaway. And I try to tell people this, especially now. A lot of the everyday players don't play in the one o'clock game. It used to be different when yeah. I was there. You would have a home game. You pretty much had your starting nine, like at least starting seven out of nine guys. I'm not saying you won't have that some, but if you go early or sometimes you go, you just go to the backfields, oh, yeah. which are like watching a game at, I don't even know how to excri- uh, describe it's, it, East Park or yeah, whatever. It's, it's like, like your, your neighborhood your neighborhood field. It's like much. going to a multi-field Little League complex. Yeah. And so you just sit there and watch, and it's kind of fun because you know how sometimes you're like, I wish Corey Seager could just bat every inning. Well, he does in that yes. game. <laughs> so... You go down there and you go and watch, and literally Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon, Simeon hits first and second, the first three innings. Now, after three innings, and they play in the field possibly for three innings, they're done. But literally, if you're like, I'd like to watch Marcus Simeon have three at-bats in the first three innings. Well, he does. He leads off every inning down there. And then after that, they take their gear, and then they walk right by you. Uh, sometimes they sign autographs. Sometimes they do have to get into the yeah. workout room and get their workout in and stuff like that. But it's it's really, really fun. I, I will add this. The great uh, Ted Nichols Payne once said, 
this is a pretty sleepy town aside from this time of year. That's true. And I and you could like see that like that town probably doesn't get a lot done, but that time of year it's kind of bustling. And it's not like it's bustling to where it's just packed. The streets are pretty easy to drive and navigate and everything and the way it's laid out. And if you have spent time indoors during the winter, it's the perfect chance to go spend time outdoors because there's there's hiking trails all over the yep. place. You can walk all over the place. Uh, there's there's little restaurants all over as well, and lots of easy outdoor access for stuff. And and I really like this response from the eight one seven. Mike is not kidding. It almost sounds like being at a Fort Worth Cats game back in the day when they were still around. That sounds badass, honestly. And there are loads of fields back there, and that's the Royals complex as well. Right. You it have is- six on the Ranger side and six yes. on the uh, Royals side. Yeah, so you so- can go see Will Smith. And it's. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. It is amazing that you that can just true. Bobby Witt Jr. If you wanted to go, yes, see oh yeah, Bobby him too. Witt yeah, Jr. Yes. and there's like just a little fence around it, yeah. and like like a backstop fence and little metal bleachers. You would think if somebody was handing out high C, you would seriously <laughs> think this looks like the setup that like your eight, ten year olds would be playing. I, I will song. say this: if you get to go, it's a blast. You do still need to watch the ball. I can remember being in Surprise in 2004. Well, while a game's going on back there, there's live action. So it is a little, it's like you said, a little league field. There's yeah. just a, there's just a fence. It's not a, it's just a chain yes. link fence. So a guy hits a pop-up behind home plate, it's going to go into the people watching there. And there's only usually like, I don't know, 100 people at most watching, but I remember a guy got hit with a ball or their kid got hit with the ball and just started screaming at everybody yeah. like, how could this happen? It's like, we are playing baseball back here. So if you're going to go back there, you are getting to go to like a very small complex with just chain link fencing that the guys are playing their baseball games on. But I would say there can be balls that get away from the field, a foul ball, an overthrown ball at first base. So you do have to be watching a little bit because a ball can – and you the get alert. to keep the ball. You don't the have alert. to give the ball back to, to to the game. That is – I think Mike's got another point because if you're going to go to the surprise game, foul balls, baby. Yes. Like they're, they're, and they're, they're everywhere, everywhere. And you probably have a little bit easier access to get one because uh, there aren't as many people. Your seats are pretty much – are a lot closer. Then oh you'll God, find yeah. anywhere else. Uh, yeah. That lawn out there is really cool. So if you get to experience it, I always suggest it. I I do wonder how like pitchers and catchers. There, I asked Mike earlier. Like, are you getting? He's already getting excited. Like he that that vibe yeah. of this is how I spent my life. Uh, so I do wonder when those pitchers and catchers start reporting. Are they? Like, all right, now I got to start jogging again and I got to do this. I would say nowadays, especially, and I'm saying nowadays for like the last at least decade, if not more. Guys come in really in really good shape. Now, I will say this. When I was with Cleveland and with Texas, there was a guy named Fernando Montez, and he used to be a strength and conditioning coach, I believe, at Stanford for, like, their football program and a lot of other athletics. But we'd have to come in and do – with Cleveland, it was called the Warrior Run. With Texas, it was called the Ranger Run. And this was our run – to know, did we come in shape or not? Do we have to do extra cardio during the first few weeks of spring training, or do we just have to do normal cardio? And I know this is going to be a little bit tough to explain, but he would draw up a football field with end zone. And you'd start off, you'd have two minutes and 55 seconds to complete this. You'd start off at the back of the end zone, and you'd hit the 25. Then the rest of the way, you're hitting the front of the end zone. Then you'd hit the front of the end zone to the 50. And then the front of the end zone to the 75 or the other 25. 
Ooh. and then the front of the end zone to the end zone. Then the back of the end zone to the back of the end zone to the front of the end zone. Ooh. So if you accomplish that, which like Bartolo Colon when I was with Cleveland never accomplished it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in fact, he got to the point where he's like, I'm not running it, so let's just do whatever we have to do. But <laughs> but uh, that was our test with Cleveland and then when I was with Texas because John Hart brought him over from Cleveland. So that was kind of our, are you in shape or aren't you in shape when you showed up? And so I practiced that quite a bit knowing – that I wanted to pass that. And I am slow. I am not a fast runner. So I'm giving it all. So these little middle infielders are like, all right, you did it. Two minutes and 25 seconds. I'm working my ass off. And like 251. And I'm like, thank the good Lord I did it. Yay. I I guess the biggest thing, though, is like, do the Rangers have a chance to go to repeat? Like, is that a... Hell yeah, they do. They have a chance, but just like Kansas City, it hasn't happened since the New York Yankees with Derek Jeter and Bernie Williams and stuff. It's been a long time okay. since a team has been able to repeat. So and- defending title is most important rather than chasing next one, right? That's, yes. You're defending it That's this year. right. Okay, all right. And then just a quick travel advisory, because multiple people were asking about getting their World Series bats autographed. Be prepared to check yeah. a bag. They would not let us take back the that. little mini bats in our carry-on because it could be a weapon that we were going to take back to the kiddos. So just be prepared, if you're going to do that, to check a bag. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next. Stars win, and where does Miro rank across the NHL? Let's talk about it next right here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. But still loose, and now Dallas will get it. And here's a chance for Hintz, who's got a step. He loads it up, and he'll score. Rolfe Hintz is able to get one through Kochetkov. And Dallas on the board first. It's one nothing Stars. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan, where the Stars get the victory that... You know, we were uh, we were talking about this some in the pre-show, and I also talked about it with Spittle. If you want to go check out the Spits and Suds podcast, is 
I thought this was a really great win because A, you were playing a quality opponent, but also yes. B, this did not feel like a game that I thought you should have won. Don't get me wrong. I'm super glad the Stars won, but after the Rope goal, it did feel like they were back on their heels for a while. Yeah, the I will say this, though, coming off kind of the way they were sloppy towards the break, you know, like this this felt like they kind of rebooted and refreshed. You could see, I, I don't know, I felt like I saw it in Jamie Benn's face a little more last night after the game was over, how he was excited about the win. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, like getting... I really did love that Robertson goal late too as well. Like I know the the empty netter ended up putting it really putting it away, but Robertson's goal was the one that he just drove that one home. And maybe that can be something they can continue. He can continue to grow again. Him, it's all about what he does in the playoffs. I know what he is at right now. He's a potentially legendary player around here, but playoffs are going to define that legend. And the Pavelski Robertson, and then we just played the goal off the top, the hints combination. That was rocking and rolling a couple of different times last night. Yeah, and man, Ottinger made some really good plays last night. I and you got one in particular. I feel like he's back. And Mike Mike pointed it out. The one where he stuck his glove out and made that play was just It's like beautiful. 14 minutes and change. Yeah. That was sick. Yeah. The fact it that popped it, out of yeah, his glove, and then weird. luckily it didn't, because I don't know whose skate it hit. It did hit a star's skate, and I was like, man, I guess we're lucky it went to the left of the goal instead of in the goal. Isn't Yeah. You would have been in a lot of trouble for sure, right there. I, I do have a question to to Stars fans out there, uh, which where is your like? What level is your love for Mason Marchment? Because this is one of those guys that like he has a lot of the qualities that you're kind of looking for, and he just he he's that perfect left wing for for what these guys do. I love seeing him on on the line with Duchesne. Like there are a lot of good things about him. And I don't know that he's a, a one liner for forever for the stars, but like this the where is your your love for Mason Marchman? Where does it rank? Okay. And and I'm gonna tell you this the same kind of way we were talking about the trio of Hintz, Robertson and Pavelski is if if the combination of three, I know it doesn't always have to be like all three are involved in every single thing, but if the combination of three works well. Then I have a very I have very high esteem. So if him and Duchesne are rocking off of each other, then yes, because we've talked about Duchesne feels like he has been a huge, huge contributor this year. So if they're working in tandem together, then big giant thumbs up from me. Okay, gotcha, man. Gotcha. And you just talked about something that I am very intrigued by. I realize it's just three games, but you come out of the all-star break. And what have you seen from Robertson, or excuse me, not Robertson, Ottinger in these three games? Stone Cold Killer. Actually, absolutely true. Feels like he's back compared to, I guess it was the injury. Like that was the plaguing situation because there was a time when I was like, something's really wrong. And it was the, I guess it feels like it more that it was the injury because he's looked more like himself since. And that's what I am hoping as well. Because we talked about it, and I'm not trying to disrespect his all-star appearance, but if you look at the first half of the season, this is a rough first half of the season by Jake Ottinger's standards. But you come back since then, and he's given up five goals. They've won all three of his starts, and he's faced 102 shots. I, I realize the Montreal game, easier night. Last night, 
there was consistent heat on him. My Lord, we talked about after the Buffalo game, they were just bringing it all night. And so I am super encouraged by the play of Ottinger out of the break. It was, uh, it was also nice to see the, the AAC the way that it was last night. I did tweet out that it was lit. With and, ice. Uh, well, my, my the uh, I, I tweeted out that it was lit, and one of my one of uh, Kyle Frazier, he was like, "Where are you sitting?" And I was like, "No, I'm at home." But it like it looks like it's a it's an insane crowd right now. And after like a two week break, that crowd was you know ready to see their team you know in that arena again because they've been on the road for quite some time. And so that stretch was a uh, was a lot of work for them. Two weeks without being in the American Airlines Center, so. The glad that they were able to deliver that kind of win last night for them. It's like the old, was it the circus tour that the Spurs used to go on when they had like six, seven straight road games, if not more, because oh, the yeah. circus was set up. It was something like Barnum that. Barnum and Bailey. People are going to help me out with that, I'm sure. Who it, are we talking about? The Spurs? The Rodeo. The Rodeo. The Rodeo, that's Thank right. Thank you. Yeah, and they would have to go on like almost like a twelve-game trip. Wow! It, it, I knew they had a lengthy road trip, but the rodeo probably makes more sense than the circus. Yeah, Is, they, they canceled the circus. Do uh, they? They still have like some variation of that, right? I Just, don't, not at like the American Airlines Center or anything. It's well, they had to scale it down because without all the a lot of the animals, people were like, "Meh, go to Cirque du Soleil better." They, have they don't have circuses. elephants at Circus Soleil. It's human beings. It's still better. It's all humans, right? They're not that, bringing yeah. out tigers. Yes, that is That's true. Siegfried and Roy. I'm there for the lions, bro. Okay, well, fair enough. I want to see a giant elephant walk around for the and elephants pop or the up on lions, a ball. Then, okay, but here's the thing. Pat Oswald always did a great bit about this when he was talking about the this circus. This is Roy's dad? No, I don't know that to be the case. I think he might be younger than Lee him. Harvey's brother is definitely not. It's a different ending to the last name. He lived near me. Is what? I wasn't alive then. He said he couldn't get behind the circus because he knew those animals were being forced to do all those things. And then he gave an analogy and he's like, "Oh, Elton John, I saw him. You know what? C minus. What I'd really like if he was chained to that piano and he would try to run off and he's like, but 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 Benny and that and he would run away and they would like get back on stage and keep playing. Wow. And that was his analogy for the circus. And I really think that's changed my perspective on that. From the eight one seven, you never talk about my flyers. That is correct. Yeah, go listen to Philadelphia radio. <laughs> what the crap's wrong with you? Like, at no point are they going to talk about the Dallas Stars in Philadelphia. Like, I didn't, I didn't mean hey, for it to go that direction, look, but yeah, I'm here for what Eric Lindros doing. Like, I don't care. That was 1992 or whatever. Thank you for listening. You try to take every critique, and you're right. I will definitely concede that point. Is where does Miro stack up among the best of the best? Because they did rankings by players and executives, and they're going kind of position by position. And I wanted to roll out the defensemen to start. And some people will say that this is the golden age of defensemen, which makes this all the more encouraging about where Miro sits. Where would you Where would you have him? He's in the top ten. I'll tell you that. Uh, I'm going to go four. Okay. I don't. He's number four. I don't know. That feels like something you would pick, though. I mean, I know Connor McDavid's the best player in hockey, but I don't think he's not a defenseman. So I don't know. I I, I'm sorry. That's okay. Mike. Hey, look, he's still learning. That's fair. He's trying to. He's doing his efforts. Cal McCarr with the Colorado Avalanche is number one on the list. Then Quinn Hughes. Then 
Miro Haskinen comes in at number three. Now, here's some encouraging things for Haskinen on that front. He was seventh last year, and now he's bumped all the way up to third. Last year, he appeared on the top three in just two ballots. Okay. And now he is firmly entrenched at number three. So when we're talking about... I know minutes per game, he's way up there in minutes per game. Obviously, he has the injury, so he missed games. True, but, but on a per, per game, game basis... He's out there a lot. Think, Absolutely. You know, adding in the... Mike talking about the minutes per game, adding in the work that he did in the playoffs, and as, you know, like, as he continues to grow into that role, a lot of people see it nationally, and they're like, oh, man, he's... He didn't fall off. He's not falling off. He keeps getting better. He's adding things to to what he can do. I feel like that's one of the one of the reasons the recognition continues to grow for him. I am very amused. If this is if this is the energy y'all are bringing today is going to be a great day. Is that's a good point. You guys don't talk enough about the Saints either. What's up with that? And then somebody made a Miro wrestling joke. I don't know, but it was really cool when he came out on a tank at WrestleMania. I believe that was WrestleMania 31. That was Miro the wrestler back when he was known as Rusev. Who Miro's knows the hero? hero. In. I bet Alec knew that. Alec, did you know that? Yeah, I watched it. So two people. And that person who Three people in. in the history of the world know that. You just made the list. Oh, you better watch Pretty sure I made his list, and he said he didn't want to do lists anymore. Yeah, yeah, that is is probably fair. And then the biggest thing we've talked about, still plenty of time to go, but every time that you get those two points, you feel comfortable, is you stay atop the Central Division. I realize Winnipeg has, I think, three games in hand on the Stars, so if they ran the table, they could jump past the Stars. But you've talked about this quite a bit, Mike, is you want to avoid that. Colorado or Winnipeg matchup in the first round and being atop this division would facilitate that for the first round. Yeah. I I mean, obviously you'll, I think we'll have a better idea when you get to the end of the regular season, if you feel better about those matchups, but so far watching the stars uh, more than I've ever watched in my life, I do not feel comfortable this team playing Colorado or Winnipeg in the playoffs. I'm just looking at kind of. I will tell you my perspective on that would change a lot if you're getting more prime time on Jure. I I, I really believe that it would. But right now, I don't know who the wild card teams are. I guess the Blues and the Kings, if I'm looking at the standings right, I I feel pretty good about those matchups. Yes, yes. Well, yeah, Blues and Kings and the Predators and Flames are right behind them. Which is still weird, because how can a flame be on ice, as we discussed yesterday? Yes, I want to stay far away from... As long as they're a little bit above the ice, you're all right. Makes sense. How far above the ice? Water refreezes. Two inches? You don't think the fire could burn the ice from two inches away? It'll refreeze. Once you go past it, it's water puddle. It just makes it into a liquid. (laughs) That's fair. Then again, a star being on the ice is kind of crazy, too, because stars are hot. The flame wins as long as it doesn't touch the ice. Right? Then it's, then it's then icing. It, yeah, then it goes out. But if the flame touches the ice, mm-hmm. then the ice wins, I think. But are you sure? Pretty sure. I don't know if it's like a propane flame. Then the pro, It's going to keep, keep pumping out fire. The ice and the water have to touch the flame. Yeah. The flame doesn't have to touch. It, it can't. You've it, let this it go needs, on too long. It needs We're to the KNC <laughs> Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next. It's time for Baseball Nuggets with Mike Basick. Well, the 62nd best player in MLB right now has some issues. Baseball is back. 
and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Oh, can't see Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan. And right now, it's time for some of that baseball nuggets with Mike Basick. All right, so before I get to the 62nd best player in baseball right now, the list has gone down to 41. So we have number 100 through 41 on the okay. top 100 players right now. If you're a member, before we went to... Uh, Las Vegas in the 90s was Nathaniel Lowe and Nate Avaldi. They barely made it, but they made it. They did. We've gotten all the way down to 41, and no other Ranger has been on the list. So this has been a little bit disappointing to me. And look, we know that Seeger is going to be probably top 10. I think Marcus Simeon will maybe be top 20. What's surprising is last year, Adolis was in the 90s. They have to move him into, I guess, the yes. top 40. There's no way you, you cannot. A dude who had 57 RBIs in a seven-game series has to be on the list. But that's going to be it. Those are their three that are left. I do think so. And and I remembered looking back at the list, they had last year Max Scherzer and Jacob deGrom somewhere in that like 45 to 30 range. And obviously, they're both not going to pitch until after the All-Star break. And maybe neither one of them pitch. Maybe both of them pitch. Who knows? We're a long way away, just like Clayton Kershaw with the Dodgers. You're such a long way away from knowing if those guys are going to pitch or not this season. Right. You're just having small assumptions on when they could possibly come back. So, the Astros are having some guys on the list recently. Ooh. One of them, Justin Verlander, came in at number 62. And look, if you're wondering... How do people stay healthy when they're 40 years old? Well, most of them don't, and neither does Justin Verlander. Yeah. So, yes, the Rangers are having issues with their older pitchers that are going to be future Hall of Famers. I, I don't know if DeGrom's going to be a, a Hall of Famer. He does have to come back healthy and start pitching more. I, I get how good he was for a small amount of time, but there's been Juan Gonzalez was the best player in baseball for a small amount of time. It didn't mean he had yep. many votes getting into the Hall of Fame. So I think DeGrom has to come back and have a three-year healthy career uh, after to get a to, shot to have hall. a chance. So is that something you think that's driving him? I hope so. Okay. I the think, other thing I, too I think, is I know he's a world champ, but to also like to yeah. Kevin's point a year or so ago, or even this year, Ronald Cunha Jr. is considered a world champion. He didn't play a, a yes. lick in the playoffs when they won the championship because he had blown out his knee. So the 2021 Braves, yes, he was on it for half a season, but he wasn't on it the second half, and he wasn't on it during the playoffs. So you do have a ring. You are a champion, but you don't really feel like it when you're a player like Jacob deGrom last year or like Ronald Cunha Jr. a few years ago because you didn't contribute at all in the playoffs. Now, what were you going to ask my no, man? No, and I think John Gray had that feeling, too. He didn't like celebrating with the team until, like, then he felt like he finally did something in the World Series. The, um, I, I just, I do wonder if it's just he likes to compete. I do wonder what drives Jacob DeGrom. That's kind of yeah. all I was. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that 
becoming the best pitcher in baseball again, uh, having a chance to make the Hall of Fame, winning a Cy Young in the American League. I, I don't know the the list and the history, but I'm sure very few people have won a National League and an American League Cy Young, just like there's very few people who have won an MVP uh, in both leagues, which Shohei Otani uh, has a chance to accomplish now yes. that he's gone from American League to National League. I believe, not 100% sure, I think Frank Robinson was the first ever player to accomplish that goal of winning. going to be some pretty awesome company right there. Yes. Okay, so Justin Verlander in West Palm Beach, Florida, where uh, spring training is for the Houston Astros. The Astros got a bit of bad news to start spring training off as right-hander Justin Verlander said a shoulder issue has put him behind his throwing schedule by a couple of weeks. Verlander provided the update to reporters inside the Astros clubhouse prior to pitchers and catchers hitting the field for the first time uh, at their facility. Verlander, who turns 41 on Tuesday, said he had a hiccup, but it was too early to tell if it would impact his availability for opening day. Now, he just says he's a little bit behind schedule. This is the thing that the Astros have an issue with, that the Rangers have an issue with. And I would say the Astros even have more of an issue with this. The Astros farm system is one of the bottom five farm systems in baseball now. Obviously, it produced. From 2013 to 2020, it produced tremendously well. But it's not producing much anymore. Obviously, Hunter Brown. I do like Hunter Brown. But they don't have young guys either that they feel comfortable with giving the ball for, let's say, five to ten consecutive right. starts and just say, all right, hey, man, we have some injuries. Give the ball to, I don't know their, yeah, I don't I got, know their yeah, minor league system. Well, yeah. But it doesn't look like it's good. MLB.com does not rate them as having prospects that can help when they deal with injuries. The Rangers have prospects that can help position player-wise if there's injuries right now. We we worry about if the Rangers have hiccups, setbacks in spring training, then do you turn to Jack Leiter, Owen White? You know, who do you turn to to say you have to give us five to ten starts till this guy is healthy and you have to give us a chance to win? So the Astros have a little bit of a setback there. My next baseball nugget, I had no clue this is happening in Kansas City. Obviously, they're celebrating a dynasty. Right next door is the Kansas City Royals. It's a pretty cool complex. They're connected by tunnels and everything. The Royals and the Chiefs stadiums, they're right next to each other. They share a big parking lot. They don't have a lot of things around it. It's kind of in more of an open area. Now, I haven't been there in a long time. Maybe they've built more restaurants and stuff around it. But the Royals are leaving that area. They are... This could really help out maybe the Bobby Witt Jr. contract. This could help out maybe adding players uh, down the road. The Royals revealed plans for a $2 billion-plus ballpark that will be more in downtown Kansas City and more crazy. of the entertainment district. Oh. So Arrowhead Stadium uh, shares the Truman Complex with their existing park, and so they are saying, like, We are going to leave that area, even though it's kind of a cool area for Kansas City people that their football and baseball team, remember, they don't have hockey, uh, you know, or basketball. So those are their two major teams. One of them is going to leave that area. And I'm, I'm wondering this one. Very cool. That Kansas City Park. I'll tell you this. 
they have done a tremendous job. That park has been there since the 70s or maybe even late 60s. Since baseball began. So they <laughs> have done a tremendous job of keeping one ballpark and just updating it and updating and updating it. But they are going to go brand new. Uh, it doesn't give me, I'm looking at a timetable here. It doesn't give me the exact year. It says 34,000 fans. They're hoping 2028. So right here, they're hoping for the 2028 season to have a new 34,000 uh, seat stadium, which is everybody's trying to get under 40,000 now. It used to be when the ballpark was made, the ballpark in Arlington is like, you got to have 40,000 yeah. or more. Almost and now 50, everybody's like, yeah. let's keep it under 40. So even if you are considered away from the action, you're not that far away from the action. And it just makes maybe the ticket a little bit more valuable that there's not a whole bunch of seats available. Yeah. They still have the, the fountains out there. Right now, yes. Are they going to keep them? I don't know. The new ballpark, when you look at the renderings, it looks like in center field there could be some sort of water feature. There you go. Which is really cool, right? Yes. You want something to be unique about Agreed. your park. That yes. you're like, this is unique. This is different from the 29 other parks. Like ours, the unique thing about it is you walk in and you smell Hurtado. You know, like that's the that's the uniqueness of and that And now stadium. you will smell it behind first base. Yeah, so you if you don't know, Hurtado's yeah. will have another location. So if you're like, man, I love Hurtado's. I just don't like standing in that line for 30 minutes. They'll now have, especially if you're on the first base side, you don't have to walk all the way to the other side of the stadium. They will have two uh, places. Next year, I wonder this. This isn't a baseball nugget. I wonder this about the Kansas City Chiefs. They've had that stadium forever. I'm wondering now that the Royals are leaving that kind of area, I don't know how to compare it. I, I'm not great with Kansas City like areas, but I would compare it to being like in Grand Prairie. Now, we're a okay. much bigger metroplex than Kansas City. That's It's not big, but they're not in what you'd consider – this booming area where you drive to go to a Kansas City Royal or a Kansas City Chief game. I'm wondering if the Chiefs will now look at it and go, well, do they blow up the Royal Stadium and they start building a brand new stadium there? Like, we're not going anywhere. We have all the parking. We have this area. We don't mind being here. But we can build a brand new $3 billion football stadium? I, I don't know. Interesting. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best.
best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at Bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.